So, today is July 6th, 2015. We are approximately six hours since the USA won the World Cup Championship. Steph, what are you drinking? Or what have you been drinking? So much. We pre-gamed at home, so I had some shots of Fireball. Then I had some shots of Soju, which for the uninitiated is the Korean version of vodka. It's about half strength, which means it's very deceptively strong. Then I, we went to the bar where all the Americans were congregating on Davy, and I had a lemon drop, and then I had some rum and coke, and then I had a vodka cranberry, and I also had a beer. So it's been a long night, buddy. I, I, like, I like that you call it a cranberry. Annika cranberry and vodka. Cranberry. I'm now drinking water because I'm a responsible adult and you're apparently sharing my water with me, which is awesome. I would like you to hydrate, dude, because I gotta sit in a car with you for like six hours tomorrow. You know who else hydrated? The Japanese players. Not as much as the... uh, The American players didn't hydrate nearly as much as the Japanese players. And I feel like... I don't know what that's necessarily an indicator of it, except maybe... They're more efficient at processing water? I don't know. But clearly the United States was superior tonight. Gab, was the United States superior tonight? My personal opinion is that the United States kicked fucking ass today. Or yesterday, July 5th. The day, the day after Independence Day, the United States kicked fucking ass. It didn't matter that it was Japan. It could have been anybody. Carly fucking Lloyd scores in the third minute. And then in the, like, seventh minute. And then in the, like, 2016th minute. Not the 21st, 16th minute. And we're going to fucking win that game. Even though we give up an own goal. Thanks, Julie Johnston. Um, dude, we're world champions. This third star has been so long in the making. So much has gone into it. There's so much going on behind the scenes. For just one night, let's enjoy it. Let's just enjoy the World Cup, that third star. Those of you out there with jerseys with two stars or even one star, just think you liked it before it was cool. Or you have a men's jersey that has zero stars. Now you can put three stars above that jersey. And it's even cooler. So there was a fair amount of emotion in the stadium in BC Place. um, Especially when the team went up to get their trophy. I might have cried a little bit. Not a lot. I was falling. Just a little bit. Gab was super emotional. But she put on her sunglasses so that we wouldn't see her shame. I just, the World Cup is such a all-encompassing universal experience, it almost defies description with words. How do you explain what it means to you that the United States won a World Cup after 16 years of toil and loss and confusion and drama? How do you deal with that? So, to me, it's less of 
it's less of dealing with the stress and it's more remembering all the shit the team has done and put us through and gone through to get there um I was crying because Carly fucking Lloyd got us here. Carly Lloyd missed a PK in the shootout of the World Cup in 2011. And since then, she's worked hard to get where she is. And that meant something to her. Um, You know, Alex Morgan was out there. She wasn't really all that effective. Lauren Holiday, who hasn't really been happy with the women's national team, scored a goal. Fucking awesome. Like, it looked easy. She made that volley look fucking easy. It was like when you put FIFA on easy mode so you can just enjoy playing with your team. They looked like, for the most part, they enjoyed it. And they never really seemed super stressed. I never felt super stressed. The moment Carly Lloyd scored in the third minute, I was like, oh, that's going to set the tone for this game. Japan was on their back foot for most of it, even though they managed to come back to through one goal from Yuki Oshimi and an own goal off Julie Johnston, which no one is going to fucking remember a year from now. I remember. It was a super dominant performance that just it just it lit something inside of you especially if you were there in person it was something that made you go what is happening what is happening but you felt inside that it was something special unique that was never going to be replicated again and I think a lot of people there had a good time because there was no I don't want to say there was no suspense but there was just this sense that the United States has this. So the crowd um, was predominantly American. Uh, I would say 80, 85% American. Um, or USA supporting. Um, Carly Lloyd comes in. So let me, let me give you a run up to my day. Um, I woke up around 7.30, made breakfast for the house, uh, ate the breakfast for the house, well, my share of the breakfast for the house. Puked up breakfast for the house. Took a shower, tried to refresh myself. Uh, we came into town, and I had a Sprite, and then I was like, you know, it's match day. Let's have some whiskey. Um, I had some water, uh, went to a World Cup match, and fucking stressed out for an hour while I sat in my seat. I watched the stadium fill up. I watched the stadium fill up by people who don't necessarily follow women's soccer. And and that and that's probably a gross miscalculation or misgeneralization of the people that were there. Because they might they might follow women's soccer, but there were fifty thousand fans of the United States there night. Average NWSL attendance is like 3,000. I was losing my shit at just the support for the USA. We got two goals. I'm crying. Uh, we're in the you know 90th minute. We've subbed on Christy Rampone. 
We're five to two. I'm bawling. We've got a 99er on the pitch. A 99er who remembers what this was like in the Rose Bowl. We're winning this thing. And there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, if you're a fan of the United States, this was such an incredible experience because however you feel about veterans on this team, there is an incredible symmetry to Christy Rampone being there in 1999 and finishing it in 2015. 16 years to to continue the legacy of the United States Women's National Team. So, any World Cup final is special, but if you're an American and you were there, this was a once-in-a-lifetime event. And I, I, I mean literally once-in-a-lifetime. I think many of the Americans who were there will not experience anything else like this for as long as they might live. For the next 70 or 80 years, this kind of unique, nationalistic, proud event will just, it will be a, an incredibly intense personal memory for so many people. And, and I, do, I do think a lot of us are suddenly like, okay, how do I set up a saving account for France? But, like, we've been watching this team struggle for three years. We've, struck, had, we've had this team struggle with an identity since Pia left. We had Tom, who coached this team for a year and a half. And we thought it was going to be good. And then we have Jill. Jill, a coach who we all know isn't up to the caliber that this team needs. And this team can overcome all of that. And it takes two yellow cards for Morgan Bryan to be brought into the mix. And for the spark of Kelly O'Hara to, like, realize this team can be magical and and win. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. I think mind-blowing is a pretty good word for this final. Any World Cup final is going to be special, but this one just, from the beginning, the United States was like, we're not here to fuck around. We know we've kind of been struggling but we've finally been given free reign to do what we do best. They put together beautiful, fluid passing in the attacking third. They had Japan on their back heel for most of the game. In the first half, if you were to look at possession, it just seemed so lopsided. You, you thought and it was flipped. Like, you actually turned to me and you were like, we're possessing like I expected Japan to. Yeah, in this game... United States played like they were Japan, and Japan played like they were us, a little bit panicky, trying to desperately to hold on to the ball and pass it around and get it up. They didn't necessarily resort to long ball like I think the United States might have in a panic situation, but they Japan definitely weren't the Japan that we've all ex- watched throughout this tournament or expected to play. They were kind of knocked into a hole, and by the time they figured out how to climb out of it, it was too late. Thank you, England, for wearing them out, wearing them down. And at the end of the day, um, this whole month has been amazing. From the first match in Edmonton, where I was vomiting that night before the match, 
um, because my body realized I'm at the fucking World Cup. And we met some awesome people, uh, people that we are hanging out with tonight still. And, you know, through all of the matches, a trip to Portland for a Thorns game, like, everything. It's been an amazing month. Yeah, I really don't know how I'm going to adjust to the real world again after eating, sleeping, living, breathing soccer for an entire month. This has been a truly unique experience, and I'm really glad that some of you came along with us for it. Um, I hope you stick with us for the next little while. The United States is going to have 10 friendlies to celebrate their win, and then it's time for the Olympics. And, of course, there's always NWSL. It's, it's NWSL, and it's making sure that you get out and you support your team, you support your club, but fuck, dude, just think of... I can't wait for the ratings to come in for this one. Like, all of your friends are watching women's soccer because you're excited about it. I was getting text messages from my friends and my coworkers and my family being like, you know, my family texted me thinking I was the person with the eagle head that you would see often during the match. And it breaks my heart to tell them, no, no, that's actually, that actually wasn't me. But people get invested when they see your passion. So be passionate about it. Bring your friends to an NWSL game. Bring your friends to this victory tour, whatever, they're, whatever the fuck they're going to call it, and they're going to charge $45 a ticket. Like, bring them. Because that's going to fucking grow the game. And I'll see you in France in four years. And we're going to defend this title. Yeah, we'll see you in France in 2019. Hang in there, women's soccer fans. This is just the beginning. <laughs>